This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast, the Holy Spirit is the special sauce of Christianity. It's something that's hard to put your finger on. It's it's something that you cannot create um, on your own, um, but it is it is the flavor of the Christian life. Welcome to the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, lead pastor and founding pastor of Journey Church International. My name is Brandon, and today I'll be having a conversation concerning Sunday's message from our new series, Supernatural, Capturing the Power of the Holy Spirit. So for the next six weeks, we'll be learning about the Holy Spirit and how He can help us in every moment of our lives. Pastor Christian, welcome. Let's jump right in today. Why? Why are we devoting the next six weeks to the Holy Spirit? You know, I grew up in a really small town in southern Ohio that was 30 minutes from the closest McDonald's, really 30 minutes from the closest, you know, real grocery store. And McDonald's was a big deal when I was a kid, right? I mean, to get to go to McDonald's was a big deal. Um, And my dad used to love Big Macs, right? I was never really a fan of the Big Mac, but I knew just from the commercials that it was two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Um, But my dad loved it because of the special sauce, right? That that thing inside the two all-beef patties that were really not all-beef, as Wendy's has pointed out now, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, whatever, right? It was that special sauce that that my dad loved. The Holy Spirit is the special sauce of Christianity. It's something that's hard to put your finger on. It's it's something that you cannot create um, on your own, um, but it is it is the flavor of the Christian life. And if you can begin to understand who the Holy Spirit is, how the Holy Spirit works, if you can relearn, if you can learn to rely on the Holy Spirit, if you can learn to hear the Holy Spirit, if you can learn how the Holy Spirit has shaped your life, you can become who God has created you to be. I am convinced that it is impossible to live to your fullest Christian life without an understanding and an implementation of the Holy Spirit and its gifting and its fruit into your life. And and while it is while it sometimes seems mysterious, you know, this topic, and while it, while there's confusion and even fear uh, surrounding and around the gifts of the Spirit and what the Holy Spirit does, at its, at its very base nature, the Holy Spirit is the third part of the Trinity that is given to us to walk with God, close to God, hear from God, talk to God. Uh, he is our conduit for everything. So I, I want our people— to passionately follow Jesus. I want our people to walk with God. You cannot do that without understanding the Holy Spirit's role in your relationship with Jesus. Uh, So that's why we're going to take the next six weeks to try to just build a foundational understanding. None of us will become experts, but just a very foundational understanding of who the Holy Spirit is. And this Sunday, you really help start us off on the on the right path on helping us understand who the Holy Spirit is in our lives. So you taught us three things we need to know about the Holy Spirit. Um, The first is this, is that the Holy Spirit is better than Jesus. Um, In John 16, verse 7, it says, Very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Let me ask you this. Why is the Holy Spirit in us better than Jesus beside us. Yeah, well, you know, those are Jesus' words. I probably phrased it a little strong, little stronger. But Jesus said, it will be to your advantage 
you will have an advantage if you have the Holy Spirit over having me in your life. After Jesus was crucified and resurrected, uh, he was meeting with his disciples uh, in a room, and Thomas was not there. Because Jesus was a person at that point in his humanity, he could only be one place at one time with one group of people, and Thomas missed out. Later, when Thomas would show up and Jesus was gone, they would say, hey, Jesus was here, and he'd say, I don't believe you. Until I see him, until I talk to him, until I touch where the nails went into his hand and where the spear went into his side. Like, I I won't believe. Because he and Jesus were not at the exact same time at the exact same place, he missed him. Jesus and his humanity could be in one place at one time with one particular group of people. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will be able to be with all people at all times, in all situations, in all circumstances. He wouldn't have to minister to one hurting family at a time while the other one had to wait. He wouldn't have to minister to one single mother at a time while everyone else had to stand in line. Uh, You know, he's not like waiting to see Santa Claus at the mall that you have to wait your turn. Because of the Holy Spirit, Jesus can be in every Christian at the exact same time. Uh, We can have full access to Jesus, everyone at the exact same time globally because of the Holy Spirit's saturation into our life. So Jesus said it's going to be to your advantage because on a global scale, what you have of me and, and when you have it, all the time, the Holy Spirit is going to make sure you are always connected to Jesus. The Holy Spirit inside of you is going to be better than Jesus beside you, because Jesus and his humanity could only be beside one group of people at one time and one place in history. And while you and I talk in Lee Summit, Missouri today, the Holy Spirit is fully active, alive in China, in Japan, in Africa, in South America uh, Jesus is as as much with those people there as he is with us because of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus says, it's going to be to your advantage when I go away. The Holy Spirit in you is better than Jesus beside you. And thank you, J.D. Greer, from his book, Jesus Continued, um, for that line. The Holy Spirit in you is better than Jesus beside you. For those of you who are readers, go get J.D. Greer's book. Greer is G-R-E-E-A-R. Jesus Continued. It's all about the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. It's a fantastic book on a study of the Holy Spirit. The second thing you showed us is that we need to know about the Holy Spirit is that He talks to our heart. Um, you brought me back to my childhood this um, this past Sunday by, by reminding me of a song we used to sing. It's in, a great song. At First Baptist Church in Castle Rock, Colorado. It's called In the Garden. I still remember it very fondly. The chorus of the song states, and I will not sing, and He walks with me, and He talks with me, and it and it continues on. He tells me I am his own. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So let me ask you this, uh, just very practically. Do you, do you walk and talk with Jesus throughout the course of your week, throughout the course of your day? And, and what does that look like? Yeah, I do. So, I, you know, I've, I've, I've learned to try to see Jesus um, in everything, right? I mean, Romans 1, 20 and 21 tells us that creation speaks to us about the Godhead. So as I you know, drove here early this morning watching the sun come up, uh, I, I felt like it was a message from God. Hosea says that God's promises are as sure as the sun. There's never been a day in my life where I've laid in bed and I thought, man, I wonder if the sun is going to come up today. Like it's just, you can count on it, right? Uh, so I felt like Jesus spoke to me about that through creation. When I look at the stars at night, the heavens declare the glory of God. They talk to me about who God is. 
uh, and remind me of God's power. Uh, this morning when I sat down and studied the Word of God, I'm in Isaiah in our Bible reading plan right now. Uh, God spoke powerfully uh, to me through Isaiah chapter 40, that while young men grow weak and weary and youth stumble and fall, that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I felt those were Jesus' words to me today directly as I read about Hezekiah praying in fear over a project, uh, keeping the Assyrians at bay, that he didn't have the strength on his own um, to compete, and he asked God to incline and hear, and he asked God to open his eyes and see, and he asked God um, to hear and to act. I felt like those were Jesus' words to me. And just in the normal course of a day, uh, when you really begin to understand who the Holy Spirit is and you really begin to hear his promptings, um, you learn that as a Christian, if your life is controlled by the Holy Spirit, a lot of times your gut is God. Your gut is God. You say, what do you mean by that? You'll be driving down the road and all of a sudden you'll think, I wonder how so-and-so is. And if you can train yourself to listen to the Holy Spirit, you'll realize at that moment many times that's God laying them on your heart so you'll reach out to them because they need to know. Um, but case in point, I, we have a young girl in our church who was in our youth ministry for a long time who's in college now, great kid. She plays softball. She and I just struck up a friendship her first time in. I could tell when her family was walking down the sidewalk, she tried to stay on the far side of the sidewalk, didn't want to shake my hand, and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win this girl because I can tell she don't want to be here and she don't want to talk to the pastor. So I made it my goal. I thought, if I can help her become my friend, I think her heart will be open to Jesus. And we, we just have become great buddies. I've gone and watched her play softball. Uh, we and her family have become close. And she's in college now. She's busy. She has a different routine. She has a different schedule. Um, so last week, I was just thinking about her. I hadn't seen her in a little while. So I texted her and I said, where you been? You need to get back in church. I miss seeing you. Um, she said, you know, I'll be there Sunday. Ha ha. Well, I talked to her mom on Sunday. I said, hey, I reached out to your daughter. Good to see her. And she said, yeah, she laughed. And she said, mom, they must have had a meeting about me at church this week. Because like five different people from church reached out to me, um, like all in the same week. And I, I went up to her and I said, I heard you think we had a meeting about you at church this week. And I said, here's the truth. We did not have a meeting about you at church this week, which means God did have a meeting about you in heaven this week because he told five Christians at the same time to reach out to you. That's, that's what it is to not only trust your gut as God in, in the things of God, but to believe that they're from God, to believe, wow, God, God has this girl and God has, the, you know, this guy, me and you. He has us on his heart. He sees us. He knows us. Um, and he prompts people. When he needs to touch us, he touches through people. He calls through people. He cares through people. Um, so, yeah, the, from, from promptings of, hey, I wonder how John is doing, and realizing that's God saying, reach out to John. He needs a touch today. Uh, to, to warnings and promptings of, don't make that decision. You can't trust this person. That business deal is bad. Don't put your kid on this person's team. Just those those little nudges, what I would call nudges. What an incredible quote in the message this week from Martin Lloyd-Jones. It just talked about that disturbance of your soul. Um, I have learned as a Christian who's walking with Jesus, if you're in the Word, if you're in prayer, your gut is off in God. Listen to the disturbance. Listen to the nudge. Listen to the little idea act upon it, follow upon it, if it doesn't contradict God's word 
in any way. And you can find yourself on a daily basis seeing the sun and believing that that's God's message to you, looking at the star and believing that that God is speaking to you through those. Um, a lot of people will say, I feel God in the mountains. I feel God uh, when, I, when I'm standing on the shore of the ocean. That's how God speaks. That's the Holy Spirit saying, take this in. See the, see the grandeur of God. See the creator. God, all of those feels, I feel this. I feel, that's the Holy Spirit. If we could teach people that the feel is the Holy Spirit. And again, special sauce, right? It's like, what does that mean? I'm not really sure. I just know it adds so much flavor to life. I wish I could put it in words, but if I could explain experiences to let people know that's God in the Holy Spirit washing over me, I think people would feel the proximity of God that that they have on a daily basis, which he's very, very near to them. As he told Moses, God is near you. He's in your heart. He's in your thoughts. He's very, very near, near to you. You can reach out and touch him. You should reach out and talk to him on a daily basis. I can uh, just as we record this podcast, I can feel and sense your passion for this for this subject, and I, and perhaps you you would probably agree that one of the greatest keys to capturing the power of the Holy Spirit is not only to recognize the Holy Spirit in your life, but to to respond. Correct? Yes, absolutely. To yeah, to recognize, to respond, and then to ask for more. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's like God, I I've got that. I felt that. I felt you there. I realized you were with me there. Now open my eyes so I see that on a grander scale. Open my eyes so I see that on a on a greater level. Well, let's uh, l- let's wrap up today with this question, Pastor Christian. You mentioned the third reason we need to know about the Holy Spirit is that He connects us to God. Um, the illustration that you used in your your message about hospitals and the birth of your son was was great. Um, you said this that the Holy Spirit is our spiritual umbilical cord. In, in what ways is the Holy Spirit like a spiritual umbilical cord? Yeah. So when a baby's in the womb, uh, it it cannot survive without attachment, without the attachment to its mother through the umbilical cord. I mean that's that's where its life comes from. And the Holy Spirit is 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 the invisible umbilical cord that connects us to heaven. If if we could see with spiritual eyes, it would look like um it would look like every Christian was tethered to heaven. Right? Have you ever been to Disney World or um you know on a lesser scale worlds of fun or on a depressing scale, um, you know, Silver Dollar City. I mean, any of those, any of those places, right? Um, and you've seen the little kids tethered to their mom and dad on the little, like on the little monkey leash or, or whatever it is, uh, so that they can't get away from them. Every Christian has one of those. We are all tethered by a monkey leash, but it's not so God can yank us around. It's so that He can send power down. Uh, it's so that He can connect us to heaven and send us the spiritual nutrients and the spiritual life and the spiritual air that we need. That is the Holy Spirit is our connection to God. It's unseen, but it's certainly felt. If we have any spiritual fruit in our life, it's because God has pushed that down through his Holy Spirit. If we have any activation of our spiritual gifts or impact through our spiritual gifts, it's because God has pushed that down through the Holy Spirit. If we ever have a thought about a sunrise or a sunset, or a beautiful starry night, it's because God has pushed that down through the umbilical cord. If we ever have a desperation, a a help me God prayer, that goes up through the umbilical cord. The Holy Spirit is that connection vertically to God. 
when we worship and we raise our hands, it's almost like we're just trying to grab hold, to reach out and touch that umbilical cord, that thing sending the power of God down and the desperation of humanity up. The, the Holy Spirit is the thing that connects us to God. It's how God filters all of his power to us. It's how we direct all of our needs to him. That is the conduit. And if you could see it, right, we've got four sitting around this table. You've got one. I've got one. Jason's got one. Michelle's got one. There are four conduits to heaven open in our hearts and in our lives because of the Holy Spirit and his connection to God sitting here right here as we speak. It's how God works down. It's how Christians work up. It is the connection that connects heaven to earth, Christians to God, God to his people. The Holy Spirit does all that. Well, I think we're just beginning on this topic of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Christian, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the series. So thank you very much for taking the time. And we're glad that you joined us for the Activate podcast today. If you ever have any questions uh, about anything spiritual or concerning the Holy Spirit during this series, um, something that maybe you've always wanted to know, we'd love for you to send us an email to activate at takethejourney.cc. We may even answer your question on one of our upcoming episodes. We'll catch you next time on the Activate podcast as we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.